Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Night Show. I am your host and athletic director, Michael Fahey. Here at IC Catholic Prep, we preach once a night, always a night, right? We remember our alumni, the ones that have come before us. And with that, I want to catch up with the alumni, especially if they're collegiate student athlete. So today, I had a great opportunity to catch up with class of 2020, Gabby Zanoni. Gabby is currently on the row team at University of Louisville. She's a Division I athlete. So we talk about a day in the life of a D1 athlete, and we talk about how that works as a freshman with COVID. She also talks about what she misses about IC and gives words of advice for our current students and student athletes here at IC Catholic Prep. I really hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did, and thanks for watching. Go Knights. You sh I was yeah. You could have been wearing. I mean, I see stuff, but no, it's good that you're oh, yeah. <laughs> repping the rowing program. All right, so we're live. Well, I guess not live, but we're rolling now. And I appreciate you joining in on this uh, this little project I have going on, and I think it's important of to course. catch up with alumni. You know. Yeah, I'm super excited. How are you? So give me, give me um, kind of like a rundown of like what is going on in your schedule right now. Like how into the rowing stuff is, you know, are you, you know, what's your day yeah. looking like? That type of stuff. My day um, at school, like right now, it's a little bit more relaxed. I mean, I practice about, I work out about three to four hours a day while I'm at home. But because like I have my rowing practice, which is two hours, and then mm -hmm. my lift takes me another hour, and then physical therapy takes about another hour, and then we'll do then I'll do about thirty to forty five minutes of active recovery. So whether that's like a bike ride or like walking my dog, I do that. So it takes about like four hours out of my day to do all of that while I'm home. But when I'm at school, my day is um, a very long day. So our day starts at four o'clock in the morning is when we wake up. And I wake up and I have to eat a full breakfast. And then I get to the boathouse around, um, I leave the, uh, we leave our apartment building at about 4.30. We get to the boathouse around 4.45 and we're able to start getting into the building around um, 5 a.m. And then we have half an hour of us warming up on our own. And then we have our two hour practice and then we go home, I shower, I start my homework, and then around 11, I'll go in for physical therapy for about an hour. Um, and then after that, I go to Thornton's, which is our student athlete academic center. And that's pretty much where like all the athletes spend all of their time if they're not in classes. So I didn't have any, all my in-person classes were optional if I wanna go in person. So I chose to not go in person and I would go on Zooms. So I spent all my time at um, Thornton's. And then after that, I would go to lifting in the afternoons. We had lift on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then on Fridays, we had this thing called Fun Friday, which was not fun at all. It was like an hour and a half of running and lifting really heavy weights. And <laughs> it was bad. And then on Saturdays, we have a four hour practice. So during those practices, I would the night before make a lot of like 
really quick snacks like uh little sandwiches because I would have to bring them in the boat with me so that I could like refuel throughout practice so my days are long I go to bed at like literally 7 p.m because <laughs> I'm up so early but I love like being there <laughs> so where do you have any time for like normal college stuff like Netflix and just lounging around and sleeping in I mean, no, <laughs> like even on Sundays, our off day goes by so, so, so quickly. Like I'll wake up still pretty early, like eight, just cause like my body's used to getting up so early, mm -hmm. but I swear by the time I like have my morning coffee and then my roommate and I will like clean because we, um, because we're athletes, we do get to live in apartment buildings. So we will like clean cause our apartment is the biggest. So everyone's in and out of our apartment. So we like really deep clean it every Sunday. And by the time we're done and get done with our homework, it's already like 6 PM. So like we'll watch a movie together and then we're like, all right, it's seven o'clock, like time for bed. <laughs> right. But I mean, some days like I'll have a little bit less homework, like Thursdays, I didn't have any online classes. So I would, I was able to like take a nap after morning practice. Um, but I didn't really nap, don't really nap a lot throughout the week. Um, Sundays, I like spend like my whole day in bed if I can. <laughs> and just like let myself rest and like catch up on like normal things. <laughs> right, you have to, for sure. Seems like you're busy. So I know you mentioned this to me before, but what is, um, what are you majoring in? I'm majoring in economics for business right now, but I'm switching my major over to marketing and entrepreneurship, and then I'm minoring in graphic design. So I'm doing a double major with a minor. Um, I don't really know exactly what I want to do with it yet, but my course load is like, I take 16 credits every semester, pretty much. Um, so right now I'm just finishing out like my GED and getting that done first and then moving on to like more uh, classes specific towards my major. And you work with the people at the, you said it was the Thornton Center or the Fort? Yes. Yeah. And you Thornton. They... So like the gas station, like Thornton. Yeah. yeah. Right. That was the, actually yeah. the name of they, the. I have. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I have, um. So we're very, very, very lucky, I like to say, because I have doctors whenever I need them and physical therapists whenever I need them. Like if something's just tweaked out a little bit, I can go to them. But also like academically, we're really, really lucky. So every week I have a meeting with a academic advisor and she just goes over like what my next week's schedule is going to look like. Like she's going to go over like how I'm feeling about my classes and like if I'm ready for my tests these next weeks or if I need to get in the writing center to go over a paper and then um, on top of that, I also have, um, like, I can go to tutors whenever I want or whenever I need them. So if I would have a test, like, tomorrow and I just am like, oh, I just don't get this one thing and I need a tutor, I would just shoot a text over to my academic advisor and her name's Courtney. And within, like, an hour, I'd have a tutor ready for me to go, which is very, very nice. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like you have the resources that... Uh you need to be successful. You know, they're, they're helping you out, which is good because you are busy and there's not, you know, you're a freshman, so you got to get off on the right foot. And I'm sure you're held to a higher standard being part of athletics. Um, so that's, that's really nice to have. Um, what do you think is the biggest challenge as a, you know, a collegiate student athlete? Just finding time to like, 
literally just breathe I feel like because you're just running around so much and you're doing so much in 24 hours and you're just also trying to find the time to like just like call home and be like hey mom like I'm alive today (laughs) but like I really just try to like find the time like the hardest part about is just like taking time to be able to like realize like you're a normal student too and like you can have friends outside of your team but we really aren't allowed to see other people um we really aren't supposed to see other people because of COVID so we don't really see people outside of our team like we have friends on other sports teams but when Mm. we see them like we all wear masks and we're all like six feet apart and just trying to be as safe as we can so speaking of your team it's a little interesting a little different than like being in Elmhurst at IC versus like going to Louisville and you have, I looked at your roster, you have people from like teammates from like New Zealand, Egypt, England, Mm -hmm. South Africa. Like how is that whole dynamic and like kind of like a culture shift? Are you learning new things? How, how, how have you been adjusting to that? It is so cool to have teammates from other countries. Like I just find it so interesting. So I have teammates from Egypt, New Zealand, Paris, um, one's from Manchester, and then one's from Africa, and they all have such different accents, such different dialect, and the, my teammate that lives in Paris, she's actually one of my close friends, and she is just such an oddball, and like learning about how different her life is from ours, like she's a senior, and she doesn't have a driver's license for the United States, because in France you can't get a driver's license until you're like 26 so like I'm like oh I've been driving for years like what do you mean you can't drive and she's like yeah no like I haven't driven a car ever before and it's just so like interesting but like hearing their accents is always so funny and like because sometimes like I can't understand what they're saying like my friend Charlotte she's from Manchester and she speaks very fast and her accent is extremely thick but then our one of our coaches he's from a different part of England I don't know exactly where but his um accent is very like the typical British accent that you think of like very like he's very well spoken and he speaks slowly and like Charlotte is just all over the place and it's so interesting to just be like oh like they have like different types of accents like we do because everyone at school thinks I have like a really thick Chicago accent but like (laughs) I don't personally think I do but it's always so funny I love it though Speaking of accents, um, when I was down, when I lived in Knoxville, Tennessee for two years, um, the people there, they, they call it Louisville and not Louisville. So yeah. what are you calling? Like, are, have you switched over like to the accent and everything? Yeah, I've switched over to calling it Louisville. I refuse to say y'all. I refuse to like have even a slight country accent. Um, but I have switched over to Louisville because when I was first getting there, everyone was like, you can't go on to the team and say Louisville. Like, you just can't do it. You can't ever say Louisville. Everyone will get so mad. Like, it's Louisville. So, like, we all say it now. Um, but it's funny because, like, I have the freshmen, they're from all over. There's only two from around Louisville area. And one of them is super country, like has this thick country accent and she's so precious. And she says like words like honey and she calls us sweetie and like, she's adorable. But then we have one that's from like Northern Kentucky and she doesn't have the slightest country accent. She doesn't say y'all. She came into Louisville saying it as Louisville and like, 
it's so funny. Um, I love it. It's funny. Is, yeah, that seems like a a fun thing. I I enjoyed being in the south, and uh, you get some good experience. You meet some really nice people. The hospitality there's nice. The food's great. Oh so, yeah, like um, they always like bring me back to their houses, and their parents are so nice. <laughs> So let's rewind to last year, your senior year. You chose not to participate in athletics at IC, like your senior year. You were a girls basketball manager. Like, talk me through like that process because I know you were in track and field prior and you played basketball. So like, talk me through the decision to go like all in on rowing um, for your senior year. That was honestly one of the hardest decisions I had to make because when I did go into IC, I was um, lucky enough to be able to finish out my sister's last two years at IC playing her athletics with her. And so I was on the volleyball team with her and the basketball team with her. And then like I did track in the spring and she did soccer in the spring. So her leaving IC was already sad enough for me, but then going through my, um, going into my junior year, I kind of already knew I didn't really want to play volleyball. Like it just wasn't really for me. And I was like, maybe I'll just run cross country. But then my mom like kind of forced me to do rowing and I ended up loving it. But the hard part was, was I loved basketball so much. I loved the program. I loved my teammates. I love being a part of the school because the school did so much for me that I wanted to do whatever I could for the school. And so leaving basketball, I made that decision after my junior season, I had kind of made the decision that like, I wasn't going to come back for the next year. And especially just like senior year, you get those senior nights and you get all those pictures and all those memories. And like, you all want your senior season. And like that, I want it so badly, but I knew that if I wanted to be a division one athlete, like I am, I knew that I had to make this sacrifice of giving up this like time and these memories. And I was like lucky enough to have coach Fisher who um, was like, you can come to practices when you want to, and like, come be a manager and be like a part of the team. And he really made me feel a part of the team. Like you and coach Tracy and coach Fisher, like all made me feel still like a part of the team, even though like I wasn't a player in the games. And it was a super hard decision. Cause like, I loved IC athletics. They taught me so much. They taught me how to be a good teammate and how to like be a person that leads with kindness and goes into a team leading with kindness and it was very difficult to leave, but I'm thankful that I was able to be a part of IC athletics in the way that I was still. That's awesome. No, and I appreciate everything you did for girls basketball last year, being my first year, kind of showing me the ropes too, from even the first weekend when you guys threw a, a bash on, on the North yeah. lawn, that was, that was really fun. So um, are you involved in anything else? I mean, obviously you don't have, there's not a lot of time, but are you thinking about getting involved in anything else at Louisville, like besides just rowing? Because I know you were involved in a lot here at IC. Yeah, so I am a part of the student athlete campus ministry. So I'm able to like go and talk to other people about like my faith and be a part of like learning about how other people view their faith and different things like that. So that I'm a part of. And then I'm also a part of, we, the ACC started this new thing where um, two team members from each team within the ACC um, all meet on Zoom and they talk about diversity and unity. And so I'm 
not one of I'm not one of the two members that meets on the Zoom, but I'm a part of the committee that talks about what we want our two members to go talk about. Um, and that has been a very like big part of me of like my um, time at Louisville is talking about we spend a lot of time talking about unity and how we need to like use our diversity as a strength of ours and it's been very eye-opening because we are right in the middle of Louisville where Brianna Taylor was, had passed away and mm -hmm. it has been a very prevalent topic on our team and within the University of Louisville and the city of Louisville so we've been able to like really have open dialect and we have open forums for student athletes to go to. There's open forums for regular students to go to as well. And like, I've attended both of those. And it's just very interesting to sit there and listen to people's testimonies and like how they feel and what they perceive to be. So I've been trying to stay involved in the things that I can. That's great that they're opening up that dialogue for you. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. And I didn't even realize that you guys were so close to that whole, I, yeah, wow. Um, so that's good yeah, that you're we staying involved. We've had a couple of times. Yeah, we've had a couple of times where we've had to like shut down our university because the protests were just getting so close and they just didn't want anybody to get hurt. But they always encourage us to like go out and protest ourselves or to have an open platform to speak on. So, yeah. When does your season start? So we started in September, we started oh. the first week of September, um, but they took away our fall races, which I was not too upset about because I don't really love fall season because those races are very long. Um, but our true season is spring season. So I go back to school for, I go back to school on the 9th of January and I'm at school for four weeks. And then after the first week of February, I travel every other week for three days at a time. Okay. And how many, you guys travel the whole entire team? Um, it depends on the race. Typically we'll travel with the top 20. And for people that don't know, I, I don't know too much about rowing. The only thing that my, my rowing knowledge extends only as far as the book I've read on rowing, the boys in the boat. I'm sure you've heard about the boys in the boat about the 1930s. Yeah. I, I recommend everybody yes. reading that. That's a phenomenal book about, a really 19, great book. 1936 University of Washington team that won the night you know the Berlin Olympics is there nine in a boat yes so like there's eight rowers but yeah. there's nine people in the boat because of the coxswain which is they're just as crucial of a part um it's funny because the coxswains are so little so you always know who the coxswains are um but yeah there are nine people in a boat in the NCAAs you were able to race um, an eight-person boat, so like the ninth person is the coxswain, and then you're able to race a four-person boat, which really has five people in it because of the coxswain as well, um, but they only recognize sweeping, which is where each person has one oar. They don't recognize sculling, which is a two-oar, um, so scull sculling boats are like your singles, quads, which has four people, doubles, which has two people. Um, they don't recognize pairs, which only has two people, but each person has one oar, um, so we only can race in eights and fours. And you have one oar when you row. Yes. I, I have one. I'll tell you, only it's one of the best books I've ever read. It's one of the best books on sports I've ever read. I think um, the precision, the attention to the detail, the timing, that everybody has to be in sync. It's, 
like no other sport that I've ever even yeah. experienced or read about or learned about. Um, it's so. so interesting because you think like, oh, it's the same motion over and over again. So it's going to be relatively easy. And learning the motion is easy. But then I'm like five, seven, but half my teammates are over six foot. So I have to be able to go at the same exact pace as them and get my oar in at the same exact time and keep my blade in the water for as long as they keep their blade in the water. So like, it's a lot of timing and learning and trying to just match up your body angles because even the slightest movement can make the boat tip one way or the other and that slows you down. So you want to be as set as possible, as fast as possible. And it's a lot of, it's a lot of precision. Have you ever capsized? Have you ever, have you ever tipped it? So in my single, I have tipped over in a single, <laughs> but that was because they made us. So the first week that you're there, um, when you're a freshman, they do what's called the flip test. And they literally send you out in a boat and you have to flip your boat over and get in the water. And then you have to flip the boat back over and get yourself back into the boat. But I hate going in the water. I think that water is absolutely disgusting. So I do whatever I can to make sure that I never go in that water. That's a good. That's a good test, though. A test that you know you gotta yeah. you gotta know what you're doing if you fall in the water, right? That's yeah. Um, and a lot of your are a lot of your uh, events. They're not just like duels. You don't go just place. Are they, are they invitationals where there's multi-team events? Yeah, it's really similar to track meets. So like every once in a blue moon, you'll have a duel where it's just you and a and another team, but you're racing like six, seven, eight races. Like not you as an individual, but like throughout the day, there's six, seven, eight races happening. Um, but typically it's like four or five teams, six teams at each regatta. And they're really, really, really similar to track meets. Regattas, yes, I do know that word. Yeah. I think I know that word from the social, <laughs> the social network. Have you ever seen that about, you know, the Winklevi yeah. twins and yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's another thing that's I learned about rowing. <laughs> um, <laughs> so like, what do you what do you miss the most about being at IC? I miss the faculty so much. I'm missing all the teachers and the staff and being around that. You're still um, brown. And you're I'm... still a brown noser. You're still a brown noser. You know it's your friends, probably. It's not the yeah. Oh, but yeah we do I still text the teachers. I'll still text some of them every once in a while. Um, and I just miss, I do miss like the family that you have at IC. I definitely have like created a family at Louisville, um, which I love, but I see has been my home for so long because my sister went there when I was in the fifth grade. So it really has been a part of my life since I've been 12 years old. And I do miss like seeing the staff and being around um, my friends back from school. I do keep in touch with all of them. We've all spent like pretty much every single day together since we've been home because when I go back to school, I'm not allowed to travel home at all. Um, so once I go back, I'm there. People aren't really supposed to come and visit me. So I kind of just like stay there because we COVID test three times a week. So yeah. it's very. And you do this, like, the swab, the swab test three times a week. Yes. Yeah. I know a lot of big time schools yeah. are, 
are doing that. They got the budget for that for sure. Some are doing like twice a, twice a week, but I know some school, like the football teams are doing three times a week just because they travel so much and they got to be kind of in their own little mm-hmm. bubble, um, which I'm sure is difficult, yeah. which is difficult for you. Just being a freshman in a new city, new state, new team with a lot of different, you know, moving parts to be able to have to navigate a pandemic at the same time, you're not getting your true freshman experience, uh, but it's good that you're able to have that team uh, to kind of show you the ropes where a you know, regular student wouldn't necessarily be able to have those experiences or benefits that you do. So that's great. Yeah. I'm so thankful for like all the resources we have and like, so it depends, like each team, it depends on like if they're traveling or not. So like once I start traveling, we test three times a week and the football team will go down to only testing half the team once a week. So like they switch each week who's testing. Like it depends on the season. It's all based off of NCAA regulations and or ACC regulations because the NCAA is still shut down as of right now. So wow. we're That's having solid. our ACC season, but we don't know about our – NCAA season yeah we don't know about any season for us right now in the IHSA we're just put on hold until at least January but it's all up to the state of Illinois Uh, I hope we can get some experience you know some athletics going on we did have a successful fall season despite not having boys soccer volleyball or football happening at the same you know in Mm -hmm. the fall but hopefully we do have those sports that um, can compete in the in the in February so last question I'll let you go I know you're busy. You got to probably get a workout in or something. But my question is this. Last March, you know, the infamous Friday the 13th when we shut school down and the spring seasons um, were shut down, you had a pretty decent senior year leading up to that, a normal senior year. The kids here right now don't have normal anything, you know? So it's just like, what kind of advice do you have for especially our seniors um, as they navigate COVID and trying to finish out their high school careers, you know, an athlete or a non-athlete. Yeah. Um, It breaks my heart for the seniors. I have a lot of friends that are in their senior year and it makes me so sad for them. Um, Recruiting wise, I have talked to people and I just keep telling them, just keep talking to coaches. If you like, you don't have the film from races or, um, practices or games to send them like go outside and start like going routes and like showing people like take film like coaches they can't depending on your age right now they can't like respond to you but you can keep sending them things um but for senior year for like the seniors especially at IC I was talking to Nikki the other day actually I was picking up my brother and I was telling her like the community at IC is so great that no matter what they're going to have like their prom and they're going to have a graduation and they're going to have an ultimate end to senior year because although they haven't had a normal senior year, they're still going to get those like lasts that they really want because our class is able to and like the height of the pandemic and it's all because of like the amazing community and the parents and the faculty and staff that's there because they genuinely feel so bad for the seniors and they want so badly for them to be able to have those experiences that like they wanted and loved for their senior year so I just keep telling them like it's going to get better and they're going to be able to have those like lasting memories but it's just going to take some time for them to be able to get there yeah 
Yeah, hindsight, it's probably easier to look at it after the fact than when you're currently in the the hybrid or you're worried about if you're going to have a basketball season or not. But I do appreciate those words. Yeah. Those are great. I hope people listen to this. I really appreciate you sitting down with me. We talk about once a night, always a night, you know, and we preach it. Um, so I wanted to make sure that we're catching up with our, you know, our former student athletes and current collegiate athletes. So thank you so much. You know, I wish you have all the best. Stay in touch. Thank you. And uh, you and the Zanoni family have a very Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Thank you. You too. All righty. I'll happy talk to New you. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. All right. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye, Ms. Rahe. Mm -hmm.